I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. I was surprised, Caitlin, when you you flashed Rufio and I. This oh weekend on, uh, on Bourbon Street in New Orleans, I, I s- thought for sure that you would know that that nose and mustache glass combination <laughs> costume was, was us. Oh. I thought, because he still, Rufio still had his hair done the same way, big old red <laughs> pompadour. But for some reason, you looked over and you said, these two are deserving. And you went, poop. Did you like my Chris Kirkpatrick nipple tassels I had on? Uh, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It was an amazing experience. I can't believe that you fell for that costume, though. Oh, gross. <laughs> Let's do the tangent, shall we? It's Fred and Angie's The Tangent, giving you all the sh- we couldn't talk about on air. I need to hear about the nipple, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick nipple covers. Oh, I just got drunk and said I wanted them. They don't exist. Oh, I was like, yes, where they do, do I get Because I own them. You could have asked me if you wanted to borrow, <laughs> borrow them. Borrow them? Are yeah. they still sticky? Yeah. No, 100%. I have several pair of them oh yeah okay i would no, love I a do. pair like where no, do you get those I no do. i just wish they amazing yeah i wanted to tassel up and i have just an elephant people. thong too with like um no. with a with a tusk yeah no i get the tusk <laughs> well that that covers up the, the trunk yeah the, tr- trunk? the trunk His rather well, has two, trunk. well there are two tusks and then a trunk so. how yeah. many Ouch. do you have down there well that it's just it's well to be to be anatomically correct for the for the elephant of course I have that. I could have loaned you that, too. Gotcha. Aww. If you wanted it. Um, so you had a good time in New Orleans? Because the last podcast, we talked about bats, red parties, and whatever. Did anything happen now that you can tell us on this podcast that you weren't a- you know, able to say on the show? <laughs> well, I mean, I told you I grabbed a guy's wiener, so I feel like that was probably the raunchiest thing. I don't know. There's a lot of like drunk girls, like too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes. Are we going here? Are we going there? Was, yeah. there, any- was there any fighting? Um, not, I mean, we have known each other for a really long time, so we speak to each other like family, so if we are yelling at each other, it's over in two seconds, but, um, not really. I'm still getting Venmo requests, like, up the ass right now. They're just coming through and coming through. So what, like, one girl would pay for dinner, all of dinner, and then- Yeah, because we're not going to be those dicks that are, like, splitting everything, and then we cover everything for the bride, so, you know, it's like, I don't even know what I'm paying for. I just click accept, and then there goes my money. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. What how much did you spend? Just send you, like, one, you said just it was going to be around two grand. What do you think? I don't. I don't know how much I spent. I don't want to do that because I would really have an anxiety attack, especially because on the way to that bachelorette, I got a text about another one. Um, so I'm a little anxious wow. about that. 
I'm booking some travel. You talk about going to New Orleans. I'm booking some travel for my dad for the summertime. He wants to go to Ireland now. Awesome. Um, so we're going to Ireland, and I'm, I'm in the process of trying to plan this trip, and I'm trying to use miles. Have you guys ever tried to use miles it's for impossible. anything? It's impossible. It is impossible. Like they These fucking people, it's like- You can use them on the 31st of never during the hours of never. Like well, or, It's always a blackout date. You could use a gazillion. Like, like There's one flight that I can use them for. And I can use a gazillion miles to do it. And I did it because, well, I don't know what else I'm going to do with these things. Because I honestly, I have a lot of them. Because every time I call and go, can I use them? Either I can't or it's a gazillion miles. And then I don't. But finally last night, I'm like, to the lady. I got a nice lady. And I'm like, um, how how do you determine like how much these miles are worth? You know what I'm saying? Because like, okay, let's yeah. say that the flight is $1,000. And... But I have to use 180,000 miles to get it. Well, like, at what point do you do you say like the miles are worth way more than if I just eat the bite the bullet and spend mm-hmm. the money? And she's she was so it's like I don't know. Anyway, we're trying to do the math on this. Anyway, it's way more oftentimes to use the miles than it, in, in dollar equivalents than it is to use than this to pay the money. Mm-hmm. But so then I, I I waver on this. I'm like, well, if I've got hundreds of thousands of miles, then do you use the miles? Or do you use the money and then save the miles and then the miles expire? I, it's just it's like it's, I was getting so pissed off last night. Not to this lady, but I'm going, what's the, what's the point? What's the point of the miles? Yeah. I put all this stuff on this credit card so I can use these miles. And unless you plan 300, literally 331 days of when the flights roll out, that's when you have to know you're going to go someplace. I Otherwise, don't you, it ain't going to happen. I wouldn't even buy like a plane ticket with the miles that I had. There's other things you can buy with your miles. Like you can use them to buy... A whole bunch of you can different, buy you know, hotel rooms and rental yeah, cars and the whole like thing, but it's still crazy. You can buy a bunch of stuff with them, but like, yeah, it is crazy. I don't know if anybody had tried to do this before. And the other thing is, well, I don't I'm, travel, so I don't, I don't got no miles. I'm trying to go to, <laughs> I'm trying to go someplace this weekend. And you remember when Southwest was cheap as shit all the time? Oh, I've never yeah, ridden. We Southwest. always complain about that. Southwest? Southwest used to be like the ninety-eight dollar holler, mm-hmm. and now everything is. The same price as everything else. And I'm not bagging on Southwest because they are who they are, and that it, it is, and it is what it is. And how many more cliches can I use? <laughs> I hate that but you're right. Cliche. I will say the thing about Southwest is that, um, and they do a good job. But it, when when you used to like go to uh, some other airline and be like, okay, yeah, that's this much, you could always count on Southwest being half. Yeah, yeah, not nope. anymore. No, nope. same price or more or more. My ticket for this weekend, more. Yeah. Like, Guys, I know. and that's not even for. I the, wonder why that is. Is it because everybody caught on? <laughs> like, well, I think they're a big boy airline now. Yeah, and I think like, they, you know <laughs> they have a lot more destinations and like they, they grew a lot. And look, they, they do got to make up for those bags flying free, man. Yeah, two free bags. Every they do time. a great job. I, you know, I like Southwest for what they are. But like the other thing I don't understand about Southwest while I'm bagging on them, sorry, is I don't get the the boarding. Thing. I love it. It's the best. Why? It's amazing because all you do is you look at your letter. And you're A, B, C, D, so I know when to get up and sit my ass down. And then you have the numbers. I know, like group one. We know how that works. but I'm familiar with the board. That's what I'm talking about. But I don't like it because. There's no assigned seating, right? No. And that's the best part. I like that. I do like that. But then the thing is, like, if okay, so go out out there to Midway right now to B7 and try and go to El Paso or whatever. And you're a, let's say somehow by the grace of God, your robotic bot got got you an A boarding pass and you didn't pay for it. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're A51 or you're A56. You know the guy who's A51 
is going to be like, no, I, I need to go in front of you because I'm a fifty. You're fifty six. I'm 50. and they do Wait, it like in groups they, of ten or they twenty do it by number and letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's yeah, a, so there's a, a and then and then they have these like like a one, these a two, like a three. these oh, things that stick really? out, these like pillars that stick out of the ground, uh-huh. and then you have to line yourself, line yourself up based on not only your boarding group, right. but then the number. Oh. But some asshole will go. No joke. Well, it's a boarding groups of ten, and the airplane seats two hundred people. Okay, and someone will be. Oh, uh, I see that you're fifty six. I'm actually fifty one. I'm gonna need to go in front well, of you. Well, there has to be some sort of uniform. Right. I mean, there has but to be some. But it's like, dude. But still, they got the right though. Because then, if everybody them. was like, dude, but then, you then, end up sitting then next what's them on the, the plane anyway? Well, <laughs> what I'm saying is, first of all, we're all going to the same place. Second of all, six to six seats isn't going to make any difference. Yeah, it, might, it might to somebody uh, that hey, wants to check their bag up. Ten thousand miles for that fifty-one. He probably probably right? so. Probably so. Somebody wants to get know. their bag on. But this is the kind of stuff that could be avoided <laughs> if we just say. Assigned seats, no. but that's not Southwest, so that's good. They do something. They must have it all down because they're yeah. doing fine. And they, uh, what do I know? The other thing that uh, I love about travel is when <laughs> no, travel. Oh, oh, your your Tra- friend is the one person I hate. Wait, person what is, that, whoa. that gets up right away when the plane Put that lands. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that like, white oh, person. I'm, the plane's landed. The I'm bride was like, oh. had a crick in her neck, like trying. I'm like, we that can't drives me walk. crazy. Oh. Me like you ain't going anywhere until these people in front right. of us go. So <laughs> it yeah, drives me so. Or, or, or the people behind you will look at you like the a hole because they're in the aisle and you want to go in front of them because you're in the row in front of them and they look at you like you're the jackass. I'm like, dude, no, it's I go it's first row by row. Yeah, yeah right. Like, not because you jumped yeah. way ahead of everybody. Yeah, unless you have a connecting flight or you have to run to the other side of the airport airplane. Or, or the person who's like on another airline, the person who's like boarding group Z insists on standing right by the door, <laughs> even though they're boarding group Z. <laughs> so like you ain't getting on till the very, very, very end, mm-hmm. but you're going to get in the way of A, B, C, D, <laughs> E. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at their ticket and your boarding group Z, like you may as well sit your ass down because you may not even be going. <laughs> Right. I don't even think you. I don't even think you. This is a valid ticket. They could turn the. They could turn the ticket to look like an N. But I'll be damned if there's no N. They're gonna be the first boarding group Z to get on this thing. That's why Southwest is basically just a big giant school bus that is in mm-hmm. the air because it's a free for all, and I love it. I love it. And I don't want people to think I'm bagging on Southwest too hard because it's it's way, it is what it is, right? Like you you uh, people you gotta spend more. You know, it was ten years ago it was cheaper. Of course it was. Now it's more expensive to fly. But and you know all what bugs me things. even more than all of those things is the fact that they don't have food. Because typically, if I'm mm. on a Southwest flight, I'm hammered coming home from Vegas <laughs> oh, well. or something like that, and I need some food because I'm hungover and there's never any. How much of that food do you want to eat? Right. Like bring your I own mean, damn. I food. don't know. Like I sometimes I don't think about it. Sometimes I'm running late. Whatever it is if i get on there though and i can't have like a sandwich or something for my stomach because that pretzel is not going to do it um, you know the other thing is yeah while we're bagging on it southwest or uh, uh snl did a skit about it but it's like okay so boarding group a boarding group a is re- for most airlines is really the fourth or fifth boarding group to board mm-hmm. because if you go to the airport it'll be like okay um, people who need extra time, uh-huh. and you really got to have extra time. Not like when I was a kid, and my parents would go like, "Say you're 11, even <laughs> though you're 13, so we can get on first. No, not like that. Now you got to be like legit. Okay, so old people, handicapped, I got it, mm-hmm. no problem. They get on first. Then military personnel, mm-hmm. no problem. By all means, go mm-hmm. right ahead. Then it's 
platinum diamond up your ass. You fly every day. <laughs> yes. You they give you a ring. You get to get on. Okay, fine. You're their best customers. Fine. Then anybody with a credit certain credit cards that right. you can get on. Right. Then the other credit cards. Oh, now no. they can get on. Now people with kids can get on. That's half the play. Yeah. So now I'm A. Even if you're first class, you're still waiting. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, okay, now that now if you're not platinum diamond, but you ruby, now you right. can get on. Now, <laughs> now, now you, now you sapphire. Now you can get on. Now Kim, you zirconia now, with gold right. plating. Now you. Now you aluminum. You can get on. <laughs> now first class. Then and then my then A. <laughs> I want A. I was. You can pay Z, more, yeah. but you can Z pay one. more and get way up well, there. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't know. You can always pay more and get way up there. Drives me nuts. But yet, no matter with all that, the guy was Z, and the guy was Z, and he's actually traveling with like a <laughs> with like a trunk. He's standing right by the door, ready to go. Because, and by the way, this totally fit on the way here. That's the other thing. When they're like, "No, sir, that trunk." Won't even fit down the aisle way. We're not going to be able to get that in overhead bin. But it fit on the way here. They don't care. Yeah, they don't that care. that nervous energy to yourself. I don't know. I'm traveling. I, anyway, right. You know? Yeah. You feel that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my beignets, Kaylin. You know what? I don't think they would have traveled well. They wouldn't travel well. You got to have them warm. Let's well, go. If, if you would have yeah. got in group A, maybe they would have traveled well. But no, they wouldn't. By the I don't even remember Z, flying home, <laughs> Rufio. Right. I got some real problems here. Fred, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We'll go get beignets. We'll go get beignets and we'll come home. It'll be fine. Okay. It'll be good. All right. Never mind. That problem solved, Rufio. There you go. Bring me back a po' boy. Oh. You want a po' boy? Mm-hmm. Was you that your favorite there. thing that What's you that? ate? I ate it. Um, my favorite thing, oh yes. Sandwich. Yep, the shrimp po' boy was my favorite. And the haunted hotel was ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. I didn't have any experiences, but I did talk to the priestess about like she says that I need to tell dead people when they come to me in my dreams to cross over. Just did tell she? Them to go, yeah, yeah, tell yeah. Them go away. Which is crazy. So like, now, how do they not know? I, I don't because know. I feel like I hear that a lot when pe- mediums are talking about. How you have to tell them that they need to cross over? It's like, well, they're stuck. They're they're, they're not stuck. Okay. Yeah. But like, why is your permission suddenly going to open the gates for them? Because like, they come to me, and I don't think they come to other people. I don't know unless you guys see them but, in your or, dreams. But like, why don't they just know that they got to go? Because they have like, I Were think they're sad, kicking they're, around. They're disturbed. <laughs> I know that you feel you have an ability. Like something's going on. Right? I don't know what. Does she agree? Yeah, she told but, me that last time. I didn't even ask. Yeah. And, um, and so what did she tell you this time? Like, did you get any insight that you're willing to share or is it really personal? No. And I mean, nothing bad. She, I talked to her a lot about my friends who have passed away because um, they were mutual with other people that were okay. there. Yeah. And one girl lost her boyfriend and she was like, well, why the F is he going to her and not to me? Because I've dreamt about him. And she's like, she's just more prone to that. And she needs to tell him. You know that's okay, and that he needs to go. And I'm like, well, that's too much responsibility. So he's coming to you because he knows you have this ability, or or that you maybe it's more believable, or that you have a sensation or some sort of sensitivity to it, she not because like, he like wants you and not her or no, some weird no, thing no, like no. that. She said I'm a huge empath, which I already knew, and that I'm just more susceptible to things like that. But I don't really want the responsibility to help these people cross over. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, but when you have, hey, <laughs> a when lot you to have the gift though, your shoulders. when you have the gift, I'm busy. Oh. <laughs> was your boyfriend cool with you flashing and 
Touching yeah. little penises? Yeah, no. Oh, well, he doesn't know about the penis. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to call him. <laughs> Does no. he know that you put the penis in your mouth? Like, that, that part was no, like No, I haven't extra. called him yet. I slept all yesterday, but... I worked at the wrong club. <laughs> you guys, I grabbed it so... We doing these things at LeBear. <laughs> I grabbed it too hard, too. I feel bad because I thought it was a stuffed animal because it was so it. big. He probably Do you think it. there was any sort of, like, accoutrement? Like, any sort of... Uh, no, because I could feel, like... I know that it was his penis, <laughs> but I thought it was like a little snake stuffed animal. Like so- you don't think he did something, <laughs> like made something, like put something down there to make it extended or more? I could, no. Mm-mm. Wow. That was his wiener. Wow. Was he a good looking man otherwise? Yeah. I mean, they were all like hot. Not really my type, but you know, whatever. All muscle headed. Like, yeah. Oh, Paulina's yeah. type. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. Well, I don't think so. Yeah. Were they dirty looking? No, we didn't have a. Oh, they're, there was they're one oil, that, They're oily looking. There was one that we all hated. We were calling him Moana because oh, he Moana. had like long Moana. flowing hair. And we were like, get out of our I, line I can of totally vision. see him. He I can totally see it in my head. And he was blocking my view of the other one. Because the one thing I hear about those places most of all is like those guys, like that they're not attractive necessarily. Like not, not. They're not guys you date good good looking, but they have great bodies and, I dated and they one, can move. Once a stripper? In, yeah, yeah. In Philly, a male stripper. There but was, was pl- he hot or was yes, he what he I just described? Hot. He was oh. hot. And there was this place called the Cave. Um his whole shtick was he did the whole Rocky Balboa thing with like oh. the Ooh. the uh, oh. yeah, he was the boxer that came into the ring. He was the Italian stallion okay. guy. So I dated him thinking, Oh God, this guy's gonna be amazing in bed. No. Just boring. Missionary. Kind of vanilla. Out in the first a round. little vanilla. <laughs> he didn't do like all the stuff on stage. I was like, why do I not get all the tricks? Probably because I wasn't paying. Uh, I see. Damn, that's disappointing. It was disappointing. Yeah. I, I went think out he was with probably a... tired from... I'm going to tell my friends <laughs> that were turned on <laughs> his long day at the yeah, club. That'll make, him, that'll make him feel better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably so. You guys are oversexed, man. He, like, <laughs> like, I imagine if you date a stripper, they're not going to come home and want to get on the pole just to turn you on. No, you know what I mean? That's, that's work. Yeah, I'm so, going to text them That's what I tell like... ladies all the time. They're like, be funny. I'm like, I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I always wondered that. Like, if you dated like a like a porn star, are they doing all the same tricks in bed? Probably not. Probably not. They're probably not even doing anything. Because really, the first thing you're going to want to do when you go home after a day of that is that mm. probably not but i dated a female stripper one time one date oh. we went on a date and uh it was it was cliche it was exactly what you would have thought going on a date with a female stripper would be she sat there and cried about her dad the whole time no joke what? i thought i was on a tv show what i thought i was on a hidden camera What'd television she smell show like cotton candy she was she was a nice girl small town <laughs> texas girl this is early in my career and just couldn't make that much money doing anything else. She she moved from really small town Texas to Austin, Texas, and was cocktail waitressing. And then she said, "Well, Going I'll, to college. I'll, I'll cocktail waitress." She was <laughs> cocktail waitress at the uh, strip club. And you know the joke: How long? What's the difference between a cocktail waitress and a stripper at a strip club? About a week. Yeah. And that she's like, "I'm make these guys are making so much money, and I'm better looking than them." So she started dancing. I believe she was a nice girl. I don't really think she was like. Uh, you know, whatever reputation these girls get, I really think she was just making a ton of money, and I'm talking a ton of money, six figures. Yeah, easy. they make mad money. And it was a, and so I believe her when she says it was relatively above board. There was no like anything else going on, and but she sat there and cried about the lack of relationship with her father the entire time That's that really we hung sad. out. It was yeah. sad, but like you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you, I, I I think even like the most normal stripper would tell you. And I don't mean to generalize, but there's something going on. Um, Do you think, though, that... I, I don't, I, I don't I know that a that normal, well-adjusted person I walks into like a strip club and dances. I stereotype, though, about all the dad stuff, because I feel like there's well, got to be some strippers that just really like being naked and like, like dancing and like money. making money. Well, mm-hmm. that, that could be, but I mean, 
then is there some sort of insecurity? Did you grow no, up not pretty? That's I mean, probably come maybe on. really no. secure. Then I, everybody I, would do it. Then everybody would, like would be a stripper. Be true. I would feel like you had to be real secure to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it because I'm insecure in that way. I wouldn't want to dance naked in I, front I'm of people. I'm not saying that the daddy thing is a is a is a 100 absolute, but I I don't. It, I, I think something's going on. Something there's something going on if you if your employment if your know. only job is to walk in and take your clothes off and dance around I don't think that a normal well adjusted person does that if you're oh, good at it I, yeah. if, if you're good if you're at good it, looking you know how much money they make naked, but I'm not so and I'm not dissing money. I'm not dissing that because I'm not a normal well adjusted person but I don't have a normal job I mean in my own way I'm a I, I'm a, a, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just, and I'm not saying they all have daddy issues or they all have drug right. problems. I'm not saying that at all. I just don't think that, like, girl next door, Jenny. Um, that, those are the ones that make the most money, girl next door, Jenny. I, I just don't, I don't know. And again, I'm not a psychologist anymore, so I don't know if, uh, <laughs> If that's true, I would I, I would think there's something else going on think, there. Narcissism. No, sure. I don't think there has to be that. No way. I think each stripper has their own story. I really yeah. do. I think it's very individual. I really do think some girls just like it, just want to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call my psychologist friend when we get out of here and ask him. Speaking of calling, Fred, did you call that girl? I texted her. Wait, Ooh. yeah, okay. Ugh. I need to be filled in. Maybe, maybe this is not for the podcast, but I need to be filled in because I was on those emails. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. We have a podcast Wednesday, and by Wednesday, I'll know more. Okay. But I just a short recap. You know, you know about the matchmaker. Matt, professional matchmaker reaches out to me a couple weeks ago and says, "I think I have someone that I would like for you to meet, a paying client of mine." Okay. And I go, "Okay." She goes, "I have to interview you though first. Yeah. And it takes yeah, about an that. hour. I go, "Fine." I'm not buying anything, though. But I, this should be interesting. So I went and I got interviewed. It was a very interesting process, as I told you guys. And she said, at the end of it, look, I don't think you're a match for my client. Uh, what I surmise is that she wants kids right away. I'm not the proper religion. And I'm a little more politically moderate than I think this person would have liked. That's that's what I surmise. She said, but I got somebody else. Mm. Okay. Um, went out with her. I thought she was great. I just, I don't know. I think there's a piece missing. I, I wasn't like, whoa, I can't wait to see you again. Like, I liked her. I valued her. I respected her. I thought she was great. Very pretty girl. And another thing is she reminds me of someone, she reminds me of, of my cool aunt a lot, which kind of threw me oh, off a little yeah. bit in a weird way. Like, I really liked her and I would want to hang out with her again, but the whole vibe I'm getting is more of like a, I got more of like, I want to be your friend vibe, not like I want to take your clothes off vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I communicated that to the matchmaker who is disappointed, <laughs> but apparently she wants to play like she feels that she needs to be the middle person here because she's responsible for this. So like I texted the girl and I she wished her to mediate this relationship. I guess. I guess. I, I but that's why I'm unclear and I'll know more on Wednesday. But I um but I you had the date. I had the date and I had all these feelings. It's really really cool but like I when I left the date I wasn't like god I can't wait and, I can't wait yeah, for this to become and, a romantic and thing. I suggested that he text he text her this weekend and say Let's do something. Let's meet up again. Follow up for for this. And week. I did. I did follow up via text. But did all these jabronis call you the whole time, or was that not? Oh yeah, that oh, happened. Yeah, we oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> the whole oh day. yeah, that email that, yeah. chain. Yeah. yeah. Did you? So you you were too busy, obviously. But did you think that was a good idea? I thought it was funny, but he was like, "Kaylin, do you want to try calling too?" And I'm like, "Fam, I don't know if I'm gonna know who I am at yeah. this time." Yeah. Yeah. I like you're on. Yeah, vacation. it was it was really <laughs> distracting, and uh, I don't really like it. But because uh, <laughs> it was think so, it was funny. It, it was a lot. No, no. I, I knew didn't. you wouldn't like it. I know you. I wouldn't. Wait, wait, who would? I still did it. I mean, but who yeah. would? Who wants to be sitting on a date getting a call it's from? It's funny. Ev- 
eight, Fred, Fred eight thought we people. were like, Fred thought the whole date was like a setup. Like the girl was a setup from us. He yeah. thought we, we were, were like there, in the restaurant. Like spying or something. Yeah, because we, because Paulina and I said we we're going to find out where Fred's going on this date. We're going to spy on him. And then when we all started calling, he thought like, what I say to this girl is like, it's I'm giving, I'm being punked right now. Oh. Like he thought the whole thing was a yeah, setup. I, I, Did you know. answer anyone's call? Angie's okay. because I didn't know about I hadn't seen the other ones. So and here's Angie calling me at seven thirty at night on a what I'm like oh that doesn't usually happen. So I answer the phone and then when I hang up I'm like something weird is going on and then I hang up and realize I had five missed calls and five voicemails only to be followed by four more. And a bunch of text messages. And I, I felt bad for the girl, too, because she's like, what's yeah. going on? And I'm like, I'm sorry. They're playing with me. And she's like, well, is this some sort of, like, she was cool about it, but is she like, is this a bit? Like, is this a joke? Like, what do they know that I don't know? And I was, yeah. I had to explain, like, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. And, <laughs> and then, I mean, pretty much. And then, so I don't, I didn't, I did but plus, more than anything, I didn't understand the end game. Like. I thought I was going to come in the next day and find out that this girl was miked or something. Like I don't know. I I figured there was like a there was a uneasy. there was a payoff. Like something's going on here. I don't know about. Like you guys are all going to pop out of some yeah. out of the bathroom or something. I didn't understand. <laughs> I don't think we understood it either. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at anybody. Just like I just silly. I didn't get it, and I'm like, I didn't get it either. What are we doing? I I felt bad because I feel I felt like well, if this is date is going really well and he likes this girl, I feel like we're going to ruin it. You know, like this could ruin the it was date. It's supposed to be she like could, an emergency. Escape. She like, could be like, "F you." Nothing could stop true love. If one person yeah. did it, then I could see. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like an like get out of jail free card. You need help. You need me to save you type yeah. thing. And then when, but I when thought, twenty yeah. people do it, yeah. it's like okay. But did so when you text her on Saturday? Did you ask her out again? No, I left it open because I haven't followed up with the matchmaker yet. But I texted her, "Hey, hope you had a great weekend." You know, yada yada. I just kept the conversation flowing because I did. I do like her. I think she's a nice person and. And she's a very pretty girl. Then you I should just, go out again. I just, I just don't want to. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I, I again. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in that mindset now. I think you're where, waiting to be like blown over by somebody. I, I think I am. And people, but, people don't under people who people don't seem to understand this. They really don't. Like I'm done with dating for sport. Like I'm done with it. Like it's not worth my time anymore. I've done that for so long. Like I want to go out with somebody and I want something to be like, wow, this is really different. And then I'll pursue it. Otherwise, it's I'm a waste of time. You I'm feel really like happy. And, and it's so difficult for people to understand that who have partnership. Why wouldn't you want partnership? I do, but not just any partnership. Yeah. I'm so stoked being able to, to just be me. I really am. And um, I got a lot and I got a lot of work to do on me. <laughs> what does too, that feel the like? What's that? How, how does that feel? No, I'm not saying I'm great. I got so much work to do on myself, but like I I just don't stay up at night going, where's that person? If you're not in a rush to have kids and not in a rush to just be in a partnership, then why why rush it? If it happened, I'd be so stoked. Otherwise, I'm really happy. But see, people don't believe that. Can I ask you a question? No, I think people yeah. believe it. I think people just really want you to be happy and they feel like you're like whatever about it <laughs> like because everybody wants to see you but me being happy is not uh no, no, no. predicated on being with a person and i agree with that i agree with yeah. that. i think we all are just waiting for like this girl it'll happen it'll happen yes paulina oh i was just gonna say like would you be satisfied or how do i say this like if you never have kids or never get married right like, would you? Would that be okay with you? That's a really weird way to fulfilled. phrase it. Well, yeah. Would you feel fulfilled when you're 85 years old and like you know? I say, think about that. I think, I think about, about that. it too. I think about yeah. that. But you know, I can tell you, if I, if I, if I had met someone who was really like 
and I'm not. This is not discrediting anyone I've ever dated before. Like I don't want to do that. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not disrespecting. I don't. In, I'm not intending to disrespect anyone I've dated. But if I met somebody really extraordinary to me and I somehow fucked it up, like cheated or did something stupid, then maybe that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if I don't meet that person who I really feel like drawn to, then I guess it would be hard. I in, in theory it would be hard for me in 40 years when I'm 88 years old to go. Yeah. I missed it because I don't. Maybe I didn't. So you'd yeah. rather love than lost. What's that one quote? Like, I'd rather have love and lost than not loved at all. Like, is that how you feel? Mm-hmm. I guess. Even if you let her like get away, like the perfect. No, girl? but I'm saying that would be hard for me. But if mm-hmm. I never meet that person, then how can I feel bad about something I never had? That's true. Um, it's a good point. You know, it's a good but way to think I, I think about it, it will. Yeah. I think it will happen. I just. But I really though, like, and I'm not saying you guys in this room, but people have a really difficult time understanding. Like, how? What do you mean you're happy by yourself? I, I, I'm really... People do that to me all the time, too. Ecstatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was very content when I was single, being single. Yeah. I was fine with it. And if then you... you do meet somebody and you're like, mm-hmm. there you go. whoa, being married to this person would be really cool. There you go. And yep. that's cool, too. And I think it's hard to describe this without <laughs> feeling like I'm not, like I'm like I'm somehow saying I'm better than or too picky or deserve more than everybody else. I don't you think that... should be picky. But I don't think I'm some, like, I'm not superior these girls aren't inferior it just i i've done a lot of stupid stuff and i'm done with that because it's just sort of noise and then i don't know I well just, you also don't want to like marry somebody just because because that's why there's so many unhappy people because they feel like pressure have to have to kids it. and mm-hmm. i have to get married i'm, and I'm almost 40 i gotta do it next person that comes along i'm just gonna marry them because i gotta get it over with well like, and for some people they envision this life with kids and the and the house and the partnership and the security and then so they have to have a partner for that and so maybe the standards lower because because well I don't not to say that it shouldn't be high but like I can marry a person that's really really cool and I like and I can accomplish all these other things and it comes together I don't necessarily have that same vision so the person to me comes before the other elements like I want to meet course. the person mm-hmm. that's it should be that way but a lot of people don't you know people that aren't that way they want the no, kids more than they want the but marriage it should mm-hmm. be the way that you're saying and yeah. I think it would save a lot of people from divorce so if I meet the person then I can start to answer a lot of these other questions for you marriage kids all these other things mm-hmm. otherwise I can't really answer those questions because those things aren't primary to me the partnership is primary to mm-hmm. me but what do I know I feel you you know what you know you'll a- find somebody when the time is right Fred and you guys will be the last to know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that first date. Uh, hit subscribe and like and all those things on the podcast. We'll see you again uh, later in the week. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.